Well, here we are again, take two with Jerry and Debbie and you. Thank you for tuning in. We love to have you part of the Take Two family, and we would be so blessed and honored if you would participate in today's conversation. Once a month, we open the phone lines to you to talk about any relationship in your life, anyone at all. If it's great, tell us about it. If it's not so good, maybe we can talk it through for a minute or two and give you some ideas or tips and tools to make it a little bit better. The phone number is 833 288 3986. Every relationship is on the table. We'd love to uh, converse about it and see if we can make it even better or, you know, um, highlight some things that we can all learn and grow from or discuss some things that are really problematic in relationships these these days. So it's, you don't have to be Catholic to call in. We expect you uh, because to this, that's what makes the show work. Okay. When you call in, it makes the show work. And uh, thank goodness, we pretty much almost always have full phone lines plus, which is wonderful because we love those robust discussions. Um, and this is our relationship show. And we do like to walk away a little bit changed, a little bit closer to God. Charles is on the phones. Ace McKay is at the controls and Jeff Burson's at social media. So everybody's in place and we just wait for you. All right. Again, 833-288-EWTN, 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. There are some other ways you can get your thoughts and takes on today's topic to us. You can email take two at ewtn.com and you can put the number two or spell out the word two and it gets to us take two at ewtn.com we all we have a lot of you watching on youtube and facebook so hello to you great people there and you can also send us your thoughts and comments at the show website which is take two show.com but we certainly would love 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 to hear your beautiful voices by phone Uh, charles is already screening calls 833-288-3986 talking all about relationships relationships today. It could be uh, you know, the foundational relationship that you have with God. How's that going? How's your prayer life? How are you advancing in on the spiritual journey? Uh, it could be uh, your relationship with your spouse. It could be one of your kids with a parent, with a sibling, with a boss, a co-worker, a golf partner. <laughs> I had to get that in there, Debbie. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, any relationship, you know, um, your relationship with uh, food, your relationship with money, your relationship with anything, you know, it, it, everything is on the table with relationships. It could be because that's why we titled the show all about relationships. Um, so let's, uh, let's call in and share and grow together as the mystical body of Christ. The number to dial, you'll speak to Charles is 833-288-3986. I know the temptation to think, you know, there's nobody, couldn't be anybody else in the world going through what I'm going through right now. Well, we know that there are probably many people going through what any one of us is going through, what you're going through right now. So mm-hmm. when you get on the air and we sort of uh, take a look at the relationship that you want to discuss and hopefully you leave, you hang up the phone with a little bit more hope and peace and joy in your life, that others, countless others may do exactly the same thing who, who don't have the opportunity to call in right now. So mm-hmm. uh, we always say your takes on this program mean so much to your fellow Take-Two family members. So keep that in mind and uh, share whatever you'd like about a relationship in your life at 833-288-3986. 
So we do expect your call. We're a very friendly, very welcoming platform. Um, if you've never called into a live radio show, let it be ours. We, we, we would love to get you started on that path. That, that would be wonderful. You have something to say. Your, your, your story matters. Your relationships, they matter. We care. Okay. We truly care. We mean what we say and we really walk the walk, talk the talk, or we try to, and that's very important. But this safe platform is for all of us to really, um, really explore what's going on in the world, speak the truth, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and to walk away uh, with a better understanding and hopefully closer to God. I say that several times during every show because we really mean it. So if you sit this out, you pass this up, you think somebody else is going to call in for you and ask on your behalf, it probably won't happen. So if you feel that little nudge in your spirit, now's the time to call in at 833-288-3986. And thanks, affiliates, for carrying the program and all of our show team in place today. We mentioned them already. This show not could not be done without not only just the immediate show team, but all of the great people at EWTN kind of behind the scenes who we don't get a chance to give kudos to on the air every day. But please, everybody at EWTN has one purpose, one goal in mind, and that is to bring you closer to God, no matter what their role is in putting the show on. So Debbie and I have the great blessing of kind of being the faces of Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, but there are many other people who make this show happen, so we always want to be sure, Debbie, mm-hmm. to give our, our deep gratitude and love to all of the Take Two show team, including those who are kind of fill in when they have to, or those mm-hmm. who are just totally behind the scenes. Absolutely. Great, great support team all around this wonderful uh, platform that we can come together on this live call-in show. Speaking of faces, um, you guys are sending in messages saying that um, um, you see me back on video. I'm, I feel so glad I get to wave to you on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, yes, I am feeling better. Thank you for the prayers. I still have a little bit of a headache, but I'm, I'm going to offer it up. Okay. And I just love being back um, on video with uh, everybody that's got their chats going right now. So, but call in because we do have um, a room for you at 833-288-3986. And let's talk about a relationship that is important to you because you are the key person. This show exists because of you. Um, and we want it to be for you and that you can pass it on to others so they can learn and grow together. I love that, Jerry. I, I spoke about it at the Fullness of Truth Conference last weekend where I said, I'm so happy that EWTN has has brought this type of, of platform to, to all of the lay faithful, that we can come together and really have a voice in, in media. And that's huge. It is. So, folks, if unless you're a hermit or hermitess, I, I hope that's, that's, that's the way you say that, um, then you're in relationships. Yeah. And actually, right. even if you're a hermit, you're in a relationship because you're trying to grow closer to God. But otherwise, the rest of us in today's world, we, we live with families, we go to work, we go to jobs, we get out to, to the gym sometimes, we have people that we work out with, we have people that we do projects with, there are certain civic organizations we might belong to. So the list could go on and on of the mm-hmm. number of relationships. I think we be surprised if we ever did kind of a tally of the the total number of relationships that we're each involved with so if you want if there's one you want to try to make better or if it is super good and you want to just give a shout out to somebody and thank them for being in a good friendship and relationship with you either way you want to do it it's all about relationships today it's your show two lines are open right now one of those can be yours at 833-288-3986
all about relationships. That's our topic today. It's a monthly show on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. So any relationship is on the table, we can talk about it. All you have to do is call in at 833-288-3986. Before we go to Vera in uh, Ontario, Canada, let me just share with our listeners, Jerry, don't miss the latest political and cultural reporting and analysis on topics of interest to Catholics and people of faith on the world over with Raymond Arroyo and get news Uh, from the world over in your email inbox every week. All you have to do is sign up today. Visit EWTN.com and click on subscribe. All right, awesome. As Debbie said, we're going to go to Vera first in Ontario. And Vera is with us today via the EWTN app. Hello, Vera. Thanks for calling. Hi, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. Sure, absolutely. Um, So I called yesterday, um, actually, but I, you didn't have time to get to me, so I'm calling back this morning. But um, there was a lady, I wanted to make a response yesterday to the lady who had called in, um, and she had said that she had dropped everything to put her trust in God, and she moved up to Alaska, and she was working for a Protestant organization, and mm-hmm. she said that um, she had been experiencing hostility from them once she declared she was Catholic. So I wanted to, and she was worried about finances in case she had to leave that job. So I, I just wanted to make a, um, a response to, to, to help her out because I'm in the same situation and I know what I'm going to do. So I thought it might be helpful for her. But what I did want to say quickly first was that she was spot on because nobody drops everything to move to an isolated place to be in the hands of God unless God himself asked them to do it. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't deserted you. He knows he answered you. Um, secondly, <clears throat> I'm very proud <clears throat> to be walking on the road with a Catholic who's not afraid to declare the fullness of truth from the only church who has it. Um, And that just, I'm really happy about that. Mm. But anyways, so for, I'm 58 years old, and for, and I'm a retired psychiatrist, and for complicated reasons, I got into some pretty bad debt. And um, I decided I had to sell my house before losing it. So I did put it up for sale, and it sold in one day for $30,000 over asking, and I was able to pay off all my debt. But of course, you know, that money only lasts so long, and I have a disability where I can't go to the workplace, and um, so I'm thinking about what I'm going to do. Just last year, it came to me that what I'm going to do, the only way that I'm going to be able to work without going on some kind of disability is to do it remotely. So that's what I'm going to do. And there's, you can work for any company on earth remotely. And there's a lot, a lot, a lot of Catholic um, agencies all over the world that need people and need them to work remotely. So that's what I'm looking into is, and I'm also going to do some business um, things with uh with my skills and what I know as a physician. Mm -hmm. But aside from that, 
Um, so, Vera, so, Vera, Vera, can I ask you, um, is that what you are suggesting that that Debbie from Fairbanks, Alaska, her name was Debbie, Debbie from Fairbanks, Alaska, if you're listening, uh, Vera, call back uh, specifically for you. Are you suggesting that Debbie just get really creative and do something from home so she she can still stay in the area of Alaska that she's in and, and still, you know, see what God has planned for her, but, you know, to, to explore that uh, being at home? That is exactly what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Stay where she is for as long as she can, because Mm -hmm. God may have put her there. Like you said yesterday, Debbie, God may have put her there. Um, And, you know, if if they're starting to workplace bullying her, all she has to do is say, I'm going to pray for you and walk away. And eventually they're going to get the idea, hopefully, that she's pretty much her faith is strong and she's not moving. But... um, so if God keeps her there, then that's where she should stay. But I think if she's only working part-time there, I think she said, mm-hmm. um, that starting or working online, looking for um, a Catholic uh, mm-hmm. Catholic organizations that are looking for people to work online, uh, right. I think she should go and do that. Right. But, but Vera, can I just share something with you? First of all, I want to just say I love your heart. I love your you, the fact that you care so very much. You took the time to call back 24 hours later, you know, to, to send a message to Debbie in Alaska because you care. You talk about this is our show on relationships, and you, look what you did, the beautiful gift of sharing your own journey, and then you hope in hopes that it could help, um, you know, a sister in Christ in Alaska. God bless you, Vera. I, I, you have a beautiful heart, uh, just a compassion and a love for for people. That's uh, that's what Jesus asked us all to do: to love, love God above all things, and, and love our neighbors as ourselves. And, and you did that. You did that today. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. This is why I love Take Two, Jerry. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Great call. Thank you for that. We have a line open now at eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. Any. Any, any relationship you would like to talk about, good, bad, indifferent, somewhere in the middle, brand new relationship, a long time one, 833-288-3986. We'll go to Houston, and we have a first-time caller by the name of Yvonne or Ivan. Yvonne, how do you say your name, please? My name is Ivana Moore. Ivana, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's a mouthful, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So what would you like to share? Thank you so much for taking my call. It's the sure. first time I've ever called, but I wanted just to share that uh, communication is so difficult these days um, on every level, and particularly, you know, with uh, the new generation that communicates via uh, texting and other means. Um, we don't always have the facial and the and the physical elements that help communication because empathy. And love and kindness sometimes comes through your eyes, your smile, and your hands. I know we live in a society where everyone has to have their personal space and you're not supposed to touch people, but there are ways of touching people in a respectful, loving manner. And I think um, people are needing this. So um, I'm not an expert, but I have to say that whenever I have a difficulty in... uh, Communicating something, either professionally or personally, I really ask uh, our Lord to inspire me. But I happen to go to Saint Ju- uh, Saint um, Anthony of Padua often uh, 
confuse our patron saint for things that have been forgotten, things that have been lost, and things that we cannot uh, express. So I tried to ask him to help me find the words or the manner to communicate something and to help me not be offended um, if it doesn't go my way and to stay in God's peace. Um, and this helps me a lot, uh, you know, with difficult uh, negotiations or things, even in my own family. I'm working on it. It's, you know, it's always difficult no matter what. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's always a, an everyday battle, but uh, with the grace of God and uh, through the intervention of, of St. Anthony, I feel peace uh, when I'm doing this, even if it's a touchy, difficult subject. So that's one method for me that uh, helps. And uh, another thing that helps a lot is uh, having friends and sharing with friends. And uh, many communities before, the women, you know, they would gather and they would needlepoint or they would do things together, etc. The men were out working. And so the expression, you know, on those levels was um, fun and light and joyful and sometimes sorrowful, but it's... um, it's refreshing sometimes to gather with your friends to say, come over for a little cup of tea. How about we do a rosary now? Um, this person needs a prayer, you know. And sometimes with my friends that are not Catholic, and I have a lot of friends in my profession that are not even Christian, um, but I always talk about my faith. I don't hide it. More and more I realize that it's a form of evangelization. So I tell them, well, do you mind if I say a little prayer since you're here? Um, with what you've just spoken about, um, you know, all our best wishes, and Lord, help this person. And I realize that people are often, um, they're very uh, accepting of it, and they're very respectful. I've rarely come upon a situation where they wouldn't be, thanks be to God. I think you're right. No, Ivan, I think you're right. Um, A couple thoughts I have here, and, you know, I think people are are more open to that than we realize. Sometimes we think, oh, this person's going to reject me. They're going to say, you know, get out of my face. No, I don't want any of that God stuff. But I think a lot of people would be craving something like that, even if they don't know what it is that they're they're craving. But you were talking about so many important things. Face-to-face communication is so important. So much, as you said, is missing without it. We can send a billion text messages between ourselves and somebody else, and it does not have the you know inflections and the, how we say the words. And you know, words sometimes have to be explained. Um, you know, so and we I don't think we've still seen the danger of. of of what gadgets are ultimately going to do to us by way of our interpersonal communication. But you're right. It's doing things with actual living people is, is still, it's, it's a missing art sometimes, but something we really, really have to focus on, I think, anyway. Soul-to-soul contact, communication, and Yvonne, Yvonne I totally agree with you. Uh, we were, The pandemic caused us to separate. It, we're going to have to work to be together. We're made for community. Uh, blessed Carlo Acutis, the very young 15-year-old saint, uh, amazing. He, he would always try to connect eye to eye with, with uh, people. As a matter of fact, after he died, people would say that uh, they would come up to his mother and say uh, that uh, um, 
Carlo had had light coming out of his eyes. So, you know, the eyes are the windows to the soul. We've got to connect. It's it's the way we're going to lift people up. That's why there's such a, a low grade depression um, that's 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 out there. It's it's terrible. We've got to come together and we got to work at it. So thank you for the call. First time caller, you were no longer. We hope you call us again, definitely, from the great state of Texas. All right. We have another first-time caller as well, Deborah, in Big Rapids, Michigan, listening all the, on the EWTN app. Welcome, Deborah. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Anytime. This is the relationship. A gentleman in my high school graduating class I had not seen in 50 years. We graduated from uh, a Catholic Central High School in Michigan. Over that luncheon, that reunion luncheon with other classmates, he's sitting across the table from me. And he casually told me that he is now a Freemason. I am familiar enough to know that this is anti-Christian, anti-Catholic organization. And to my knowledge, it's an automatic excommunication. I was shocked and dumbfounded, and I said nothing. I'm asking you, this may never happen again to me, what would be an appropriate response? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a chance to maybe send a letter to this gentleman? Is he? Do you know if he's a practicing Catholic uh, today? I did not ask, and okay. I don't know. Okay. What you may want to do, Deborah, this is just a, a suggestion. Pray about it. I would also talk to whoever, you know, like if you have a spiritual advisor, if you have a priest that you talk to. Um, but I would, you can, you can internet search now. Uh, you can just type in uh, Freemasonry and Catholicism, and up will come many articles about how exactly what you just said, that, that it is um, a, a Catholic cannot be a Freemason. A practicing Catholic cannot be a Freemason. Um, it, it is, it's, it's an opposition to our faith. Um, what I would do is send him a beautiful note saying, I, I, it was so great to see you. After 50 years, we went to Catholic school. I'm not sure. I didn't want to put you on the spot if you're a practicing Catholic. I just have to send you this information because I, I love and care about you so very, very much. So do with it what you will, um, but please read it because being a Freemason is, is not, uh, is not um, healthy for your soul. Um, what do you think of that, Deborah? Is it something that you could do that you, and, and you don't have to, you don't have to, you know, you know, twist his arm or preach to him or anything. You're just presenting the facts. I think that's a marvelous answer. Uh, it is helpful to me. What I will do is sleep on it and pray for discernment mm-hmm. and contact him in a gentle way. Yeah. I thank you so much for the helpful advice. Yeah. If I can just add real quickly, Deborah, I did a little looking online here and um, there. At, at present, there is not the excommunication attached to that. Um, it said from uh, from uh, 1738 until eight, 1983, Catholics who publicly associated with or publicly supported Masonic organizations were censured with automatic excommunication. Mm-hmm. It says since 1983, the prohibition on membership exists in a different form. Then down a little bit further, it talks about the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, 1983, stated that faithful who enroll in Masonic associations are in a state of grave sin and may not receive Holy Communion. Mm-hmm. So they're not necessarily excommunicated right now, but they're in a state of grave sin and are not to receive Holy Communion. Uh, and it says, you know, the most uh, recent CDF documents that talked about the incompatibility of Freemasonry with the Catholic faith. That's that was right. issued in 1985. So That's right. And also, um, Deborah, um, 
Adam Bly and I, we did a show on the spirit world. It's in the archives at EWTN um, on Freemasonry. So if you maybe, you know, you could even send them the show because Adam did a whole history on it um, and it could maybe help this person. So there's some uh, resources, some information, some tools, but we'll pray. We'll pray along with you, Deborah, and God bless you again. Another great soul caring about other people. Wow. Yeah, right on. Joan is coming up. Jennifer is coming right up uh, shortly after the break here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. And others we are going to get to, including your call. We have a line open on our All About Relationship show. What relationship would you like to share with us? 833-288-3986. If it's not really going well, perhaps we can all talk it through and it could be a little bit better for you. Well, we're so glad you're with us for Take Two with Jerry and Debbie here on EWTN Radio. There is a line open and time for you to still get on today's program, Middle of the Week, Feast of St. Rose of Lima. When I was a seminarian, I did my pastoral year. That's an internship year at St. Rose of Lima Parish. And this has always had a, a special place in my heart. So mm-hmm. be sure and rejoice in the, the feast. Every day we have a, a beautiful feast day, it seems like. I know. I love the Catholic Church. I love being Catholic. Let's hear what Joan has to say. Um in uh, Gillette, Wyoming, on Real Presence Radio, first-time caller. Did I get your your city correct, Joan? I'd rather not have the city mentioned. That's quite okay. all right. Yeah. You go right um, ahead. Thank you. Yes, I'm a first-time caller, and I listen to you guys all the time. Oh, cool. Oh, thank you. I have thank a you. daughter that's 38 years old who recently told me and her father that she no longer believes in God or doesn't, she certainly questions whether there is a God. She's leaning toward believing that there is no God. She, she was raised in a very Catholic home. Um, but what had happened to her, um, a member of the clergy uh, told her repeatedly and others, um, that demons and devils and evil spirits are out there attacking everyone rampantly, and they will scratch you and hit you and chase after you physically, actually physically, and emotionally, mentally, and you need to be on guard over this and watching for this. And there were prayers that were said to do to overcome this, and she said, she just told us now, recently, that she she spent her whole high school years and all of her college years looking over her shoulder, looking for evil spirits and devils to be coming after her, mm-hmm. and it, it caused her depression and She's been in counseling over this, not a Christian counselor at all. Somebody, um, I just, I just don't know what to say to her. I don't know what, how to even come back in this. I finally yesterday ordered Trent Horn's book. I can't think of the name of it, and I don't have it in front of me. What I googled on Catholic Answers, um, atheists or responses to evil spirit questions, and his book came up, and one other, and I. I can't remember the names of them. I don't have them in front of me. One of them is white with gold lettering, and the other, and that was the mm-hmm. second book, and then Trent Horn. 
I don't know what to say or even where to start. I, I've talked to her a few times, and she's willing to talk. Mm-hmm. And the counselor told the the regular counselor told her, "You can tell your parents if you want, but you don't have to. You don't have to bring this up. You're forty, thirty eight years old, almost forty. You mm-hmm. don't have to do this. You can walk away from this." Right. Right. So, Joan, um, let me just jump in first, and then Jerry, I'm sure, will have some things to share. Um, So she's 38 years old. She's made this decision, and it's based out of um, some information that she received um, either in a in an incorrect way or it was delivered in a in in too harsh of a way for her to be able to absorb it and 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 put it in its proper place so that it didn't cause any type of depression and stuff like that that's understandable I mean it, it you know the, sometimes um, people in religious education some some deacons some priests um, they sometimes don't even know how to handle these subjects and so they do present them in a way that is difficult for people to receive them and people want peace people want joy people want to live their life they don't want this thing feeling like there's there's somebody around every corner trying to hurt them or somebody in the closet but you know gonna pop out and scare them or in their in their bedroom at night gonna attack them absolutely you know that would that's an that's incorrect information that was that was given to your daughter or your daughter received it incorrectly. I'm I'm not quite sure. It could be a little bit of both, but there's time to fix this. If she's willing to to talk about it, um, I think books are great. Although if she'll read them, um, but I also think there's a lot of programs out there that you could maybe send her and just say, hey, could you listen to this? I would preview things first, and then and then let her um, um, listen to them. I can tell you that the the co-host that I work with on the weekends, Adam Bly, he's a religious demonologist, and he is amazing, amazing at bringing comfort to people about the situation with with angels and demons. Okay, so um, he would be a, a phenomenal. Um, uh, resource for your daughter to to look into his works his work uh, is incredible he's got some be- he just put out another book his fourth book and it rose to amazon with the top of amazon first place within a matter of, of two days so um there's so many resources and youtube videos and, and information out there to calm your daughter about this and to bring her back to center. It sounds like she's open. That means she hasn't completely closed the door on God. I think we, we get very creative. The, the only thing that worries me about books, Joan, is that a lot of people, I know this because I've done this many times. I've sent people a book and then I follow up and I said, have you read the book? And they, they are honest with me and they say no. And then it just, it just, you know, collects dust on the, on the, um, on the shelf. So what do you think, Joan? Is there a way we can get creative? Maybe you could preview some stuff that your daughter can, can listen to or watch that can maybe help her and bring some comfort and peace and perspective so that she can get back on the, on the journey of faith. Yes. And this would be her husband as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to extend an I'm going to extend a um, invitation um, to you for you to email me. If you email me, I I will send you some links that you can preview first, and maybe you can send to your daughter and your son-in-law. Okay. The email is take two at ewtn.com. Just say hi. This is Joan, and then I'll connect and send you some links. Okay. No. So is it take? Is the two a number two or two? Either one. <laughs> They'll both get to us. Okay. okay. Start over on the email address. 
Yeah, it's take, T-A-K-E, take the number two, or you can spell out the word two, T-W-O. Either one will work. Take two at EWTN.com. Thank you. I will do that. Okay. Okay. Um, Hold on just one second, Joan, if you would. Our call screener wants to uh, give you a piece of information as well. Um, Important call there, though, Debbie. What's that? Mm -hmm. Call to communion. Yeah, yeah, they and want to give her a call, call to communion email address. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I just my thoughts on that, you know, are just simply that, uh, you know, we should, we should, because of who a priest is, and this is a priest in this situation with their daughter, you know, we should be able to go to a priest and whatever he says to us, you know, we, we could just soak it in, you know, and take it mm-hmm. in because, it, because, because he's a priest. Mm-hmm. And that is, but sometimes, you know, I just feel like this was incomplete information. Yeah. Uh, there are demons who are trying to, Pester us, if you want to put it that way. But like you pointed out, Adam Bly, a religious demonologist, says it all the time. If you're living in a state of grace, if you're receiving the sacraments, you don't really have to worry about it that much. So hopefully, um, you know, Joan's daughter can get that piece of information that was missing before. Mm -hmm. And like you said, find that piece and get back on the journey of faith. I love the way you put that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, and I know there's a couple episodes of the spirit world that I think can really help uh, Joan's daughter um, and son-in-law in this situation. Because you don't want people to be afraid. Adam always says it. Remember, Jerry, um, the demons are on a leash and God um, permits certain things for our good to get stronger and not to to frighten us and make us scared about life. So there's Mm -hmm. so many things we can talk about that. But it is all about relationships show, folks, and you still have time to call in if you have a relationship you want to highlight do a shout out, talk about, um, complain about, just use your confirmation name if you don't want to out anybody. That's cool. 833-288-3986. Okay, we will talk to Jennifer now in San Antonio, Texas, listening on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Jennifer. Uh, hello, both of you, Debbie and Jerry. It's hello. Great to see you, on Debbie, this past weekend. I went, like I was telling you, Debbie, about relationships, it's good to connect in person and give each other hugs like you and I did and say, don't be afraid to get together, have uh, lunch, have, you know, some kind of get together that w- because uh, especially after COVID, you know, mm-hmm. people are still afraid to, to get together and you can't be afraid and people mm-hmm. are still scared. Like, like I was telling you, those masks don't work <laughs> with the darn really. And it, it, people are just so afraid, and and we and let, piggybacking on on what was already been said, and look at how packed the conference was on Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. It's great to see that people could come together and not be afraid to be in such a busy conference uh, facility at the Hyatt, and that was a great feeling to see so many people coming back and and rejoicing in in God and. And praising him and, and soaking in from all the speakers, from yourself and from when everyone else had to say it was just a beautiful experience and that, that they could um, just, you know, be there and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and all of it. And I also wanted to share from that last speaker how she was afraid of um, what her, her, I don't her, I guess her daughter was going through. Sure. Um, and remember when I was asking you, which book do you think from Adam Bly would be a good one to get? And you said the one on miracles. Well, I have an aunt who, if she had 
she's not Catholic anymore, but I think if she had gone to uh, confession herself, that um, she had shown some very uh, scary um, situations. You know, I've seen some very scary, her voice changing uh, dramatically in front of me and some other scary things. And Mm -hmm. we had a uh, priest come and, and watch her. Mm-hmm. for about an hour, and he said that, he, that she had me- mostly mental illness, but had uh, some demonic oppression. Mm. And if she had just gone to confession, that would have taken care of, t- probably taken care of all of it, if not most of it. Right. And right. and so, um, yeah, that piggybacks on everything that y'all had just said. Mm-hmm. And what? so... so so I think that if um if if that was you know something that can be listened to, but sure, yeah, they need sure. lots of prayer. Well, and Jennifer, thank you for sharing that, and you just reiterated uh, what what Jerry was saying too about confession. It's so important, and Adam Bly talks about it all the time. Get to confession, wipe everything clean, make sure you you know just start over in a healthy state, in a healthy um, state of grace. Um, you're spot on, Jennifer. And to have you know fifteen hundred people um, in an in a, a convention center listening to all these wonderful presentations about how to get stronger in your faith and the miracles do happen and God is in the miracle business and he wants us to succeed. You're spot on again. I'm amazing. But Jennifer, I have to tell you, it was so, it was wonderful to give you a big hug, but you, you have to tell our dear Matthew, your son, that we are so proud of him and you are a great mom and we're, and we're just so thrilled that you love take two and you called in and shared with us today. And we want you to make sure that Matthew gets that shout out. Okay. I certainly will. And he loved that picture of you and I, he saw that and he just got this big smile on his face and just loved it. Beautiful. Again, I just, I just wanted to to let y'all know. And, and yeah, and another thing is I I learned from this, this priest is that the evil one, he gets in mostly through um, mortal sin. So if there's a mortal sin that has not been confessed, mm-hmm. that I've, I've learned that that's something, and I'm like, whoa, and I can I can see that to my aunt. And so I would just keep that in mind for, for those out there to, to remember that go to confession, because mm-hmm. that will wipe out most of, you know, 99% is not all of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So... Well, yeah, and, you know, let's be honest, you know, we can't bury our heads in the sand. I mean, there is a demonic presence, a demonic reality that we need to be aware of, and the demons want nothing more than to drag our souls down to hell and be in misery forever with them. So that is a reality. But the thing is that Adam always stresses, as you were mentioning, Debbie, again, you know, the demons are limited in what they can do. And if we are simply in a state of grace and going to Mass and praying and, you know, just all the basic things we need to do, we don't need to be looking over our shoulders thinking, right. you know, they're, they're going to get me. They're going to get me. No, they're not going to get you. You know, they're going to tempt you. They're going to try to make you do, commit sins and so forth. But we have, by virtue of our baptism and, and the gifts the church gives us, we have the ability to, uh, you know, to tell the, the, the demons just get lost, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. In Jesus' name, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Jennifer. God bless you. Uh, Jerry, you've got a lot to share with our listeners. Well, congratulations going out to another member of the EWTN radio family, Queen of Heaven and Earth Radio in Fairbanks, Alaska. They have been on uh, the air for 10 years with EWTN programming, and we want to congratulate Steve Mullins and his team at KQHE from all of us at EWTN, and I'm sure one of the programs they carry is The Doctor Is In, which comes up right after our show. It's Monday through Friday at 1 Eastern Time. Dr. Ray uh, takes calls and talks about family, marriage, and and relationships. He's very good at what he does. Mm-hmm. He raised 10 kids. That's The Doctor Is In with Dr. Ray Garendi weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern here on EWTN Radio. Okay, another first-time caller from Scottsdale, Arizona on Sirius XM 130 is Mary. Hi, Mary. Welcome to Take Two. Hi. Thank you so much. I've been a long-time listener and um, really love everything that you offer all of us. Um, Thank you. I have a very unfortunate situation with my brother, who is cradle Catholic, but um, not really practicing. He's got two girls that are in Cathedral uh, High School in San Diego, mm-hmm. and he um, and then his son also graduated from Catholic uh, High School. But the issue is his his wife. Um, she's not Catholic. She's coming to visit, and their marriage is just on the, it's just in demise. Um, he's unfortunately gotten into some um, Bitcoin issue, and they're basically losing everything. And she is at the point, you know, she's gotten past the, um, she's at the very angry stage. Sure. And um, she's very open to speaking with a priest. She's coming out this weekend. I'm hoping maybe she could talk to one of our priests. Um, mm-hmm. She's very interested in Catholicism. And I just, I just need guidance. I'm not sure. I've, I've encouraged her to talk to her priest there in San Diego. Um, she's just a little timid. I just, I want to break that ice for her. And I just mm-hmm. not sure how to do it. Sure. All right, so do you know if you have an appointment with your priest, Mary, um, where you're at that, that she can speak with? Or, or do you, and you're, um, is she going to get ample time? She's not going to be rushed because this is her marriage. Exactly. And this is what I'm wondering is if this is even appropriate. I do have tentatively a, a date and time set up. Um, but as I start pondering it and I'm ta- listening to, you know, I just don't know if that's an appropriate thing. If, if sure. perhaps I should go to her parish, maybe and set up that appointment and, and accompany her there. Mm-hmm. I think she would like me to be with her. She said, Good. "You know, there's nothing I don't know that she hasn't shared." So, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, you know. Okay, uh, so so I, I you're uh, you're a beautiful soul for doing this. How old are the children? Oh well, one just is one just graduated. He's in college and then the other two one starting ninth and the other's 11th grade okay yeah they need yeah we need to get them help okay they, these kids will suffer from this this breakup we need to get them help so mary if you feel up to it and you're willing to do it if you can email me i will get get you some information that maybe can help or some contacts that can help with your sister-in-law okay if you email me i it's would t- love to you got it. No problem, Mary. And you're right here in Scottsdale. If you need any help, I'm just uh, about 45 minutes away from you in Gilbert. So uh, the num- the email is take2 at EWTN.com. Just say this is Mary from Scottsdale and, and we'll connect, okay? Oh, Debbie, thank you so much. I, would, I so- certainly will. Thank you. 
You're welcome. You're beautiful. I love that family is stepping in, trying to help help families um, stay together. It's important. So thank you, Mary. You're, you're, God's going to bless you for this. Believe me. Well, thank you. Thank you both. Take care. Okay. You're very welcome. God bless you. A lot of prayers going out for that uh, situation. Unfortunately, uh, we hear about a lot of uh, marital rela- relationships that are not in good shape right now, and mm-hmm. that's uh, you know that's the one place that uh, Satan wants to attack the most. Maybe is marriage mm-hmm. and the family. Right now, we've heard that from Our Lady of Fatima. So right. Well, and let me go back to Mary's call. You know, Mary is stepping in as a, as a sibling, and she's stepping in to try and try and save a marriage, save a family. You know, uh, families need to to jump on board and and try to help these families. That the the the, um, the marriages are are being, they're under attack. We know that, Jerry. And a lot of times people just kind of have a hands-off attitude like, oh, well, it's your life. You know, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. That's not the answer. There's kids involved. uh, Those children will suffer. There's no doubt about it. And I've always said this. This is why I believe God hates divorce because of what it does, especially to the children. Um, because the children, and, and, and if people think that children can handle it, they can't, they can't. Uh, there's been books, many books written on it, how adult children of divorce have, have suffered in, in their own relationships and going on with their own relationships. Jerry, you were a product of divorce. I was at the age of seven, even though there was much strife in our home leading up to that for probably several years. But I've heard also, Debbie, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, that even when people are, are, are adults, when parents get divorced, when the kids are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, that they still um, suffer a hit when that happens. Is that Absolutely. That's yeah? true. Yeah, okay. it's true. Because it's, it was, it's not meant to be. You want your mom and dad together. You want that. It, it's complete. Whenever, you, whenever something is fractured like that, um, especially when it's been, it's been um, ordained by God, right? When God wants a, a marriage, when wants a family, um, and, we, and we in our, in our humanness split it apart, um, there, there are, um, it's, it, it wounds people. It wounds people at many levels. Now, some people will say, oh, no, it was better off. My parents fought all the time. I'm so glad they got divorced. Okay, they may say that on the surface. I understand that. But there's still a wound that has taken place. Um, we don't break covenant relationships. This, this is a covenant that God instructed for all of us. And so when we go against it, um, we suffer. We suffer either emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. So yeah, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't well, our discriminate. Mutual fr- mm-hmm. Our mutual friend, Deacon Harold Berksivers, likes to say uh, divorce is when the parents put down the cross and the kids pick it up. And, uh, you know, because kids are just built that way. They just want to help make everything right, you know, patch things up. And then they would feel like it was maybe their fault. And none of this, if, if any of you are listening who have had divorces, this is, this is not an attack on you. We've done shows asking you to call in about why you regret your divorce. And mm-hmm. there are remedies for these things, uh, possible annulments. There's confession. There's li- changing the way you live, perhaps, uh, if you've re- remarried again. But... You know, God does have his perfect plan, but he, is, he never abandons anybody, no matter mm-hmm. what you've done in your life. So I, I just right. wanted to say that. That's a very important point to get out. Well, you and, and let me just share something, because we have new listeners all the time. I mean, full disclosure, I went through a divorce. Mm-hmm. I went through the annulment process. So I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from experience. 
I'm expe- I'm speaking from the fact that what what my kids went through, what what I went through mentally and and spiritually and and uh, psychologically. I mean, it goes on and on emotionally. So so yes, I mean, it, there's no judgment here. It's just what happens because of what God had. It's God's plan. It's God's way. And when we do something different from that, it 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 doesn't feel right. It doesn't always work out the right way. And so that's just the way, that's just the way it goes with everything with God. You know, there's God's way and then there's our way, <laughs> yeah, right? So, yeah. you know, and we live with that. But Jerry, can, can I just highlight something about tomorrow? Because I think tomorrow is going to be a really, really impactful show in many ways because, you know, given that we are, we we're coming off of the pandemic and there's still a lot of text messaging going on, a lot of all this kind of virtual stuff happening. Well, because of that, there's a lot of gossip happening as well. And tomorrow's show is how do you handle gossip? You know, now it's getting to the point where everybody just feels free to gossip about everything and anything. And people are reputations are being hurt, lives are being destroyed, families are being hurt, kids are being mm-hmm. bullied. It's not it's not funny. It's not right. And it's, let's quite frankly, it's very sinful. So we want to know how you handle gossip. We're going to share how we handle gossip. We'd love to hear from our take two family. You know, even speaking just for myself, it is so easy to get sucked into, uh, you know, a gossip session with somebody else and you have to really be on your guard. And no matter what our communication uh, means of communi- communication is we have to ask ourselves am i gossiping am i, am I have i have i crossed the line and ventured into that dangerous and like debbie said sinful area so i'm glad we're going to be talk- uh, talking about this on tomorrow's show yeah, I think it's great. And we just want to, again, do a shout out because it's a relationships show. So our call screener today is Charles. He did a fabulous job. Charles, give yourself a pat on the back. Our producer is Ace McKay. And Ace, as as our Take-Two family knows, does, oh, wow, he is just the best. Uh, he's out there constantly uh, promoting the show and parts of the show that he thinks will be of interest uh, to you. Jeff Burson on social media. Wow. They call him and that he He's an expert, and he truly, truly is. And uh, Jerry, we're just so blessed to have this great EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network to let the Take Two family come together. So Jerry and I, are, our hearts are bursting with love for everyone. Yeah, we really do love you guys, and thank you for your love and support as well. It's great it's to hear Jeff's from Jeff's birthday. For... Did you see oh, that real quick? I, he just oh. texted over. It's his birthday. Oh, wow. Happy wow. birthday, Jeff. How old are you? <laughs> he won't reveal that. But uh, I hope it's a beautiful day. This should mm-hmm. be a fantastic celebration, uh, not only at the network, but in, with Jeff and his family as well. Yeah, we're going to get that virtual piece of cake, though, again. <laughs> we never get the real cake, you know, when they celebrate. Uh, same yeah. as you. So what's that? How old are you? 62. Wow. Wow. Very young. Very young, Jeff. Keep going. Okay, and so until tomorrow, folks, have a beautiful and blessed day. And we always ask St. Joseph, please pray for us.